You are listening to Open Stance Audio, presented by Cliff Drysdale Tennis. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Open Stance Audio, the daily tennis podcast brought to you by Cliff Drysdale Tennis. And I'm going to open this podcast with an announcement. Um, you may have seen it if you follow us on our social media platforms or um, you know, perhaps you're one of our email subscribers. But today, Cliff Drysdale Tennis uh, was officially, a, Cliff Drysdale Management, I'm sorry, was officially acquired by Troon, um, the world's largest golf management company. And I just wanted to make that announcement on this podcast as well. It's a really exciting um, time for our company as we, we team up with a leader in golf and are now going to be able to grow the game and, you know, impact so many more tennis players in the coming years. Um, you know, I think I'll have a, an episode dedicated more towards what we're going to be doing, but just wanted to get that out there. Um, I will include a link in this uh, in the bio of this podcast to that release uh, on the Troon website. You can read the details, exciting stuff, and I'm personally um, very excited about uh, the future. But nothing's happening to this podcast. Um, podcast is only going to get better. Um, and today we're going to talk about Manic Monday at Wimbledon, one of the most unique days in all of tennis. Uh, I'm hesitant to say one of the best days because I'm not sure it is. Um, you know, it's it's kind of hit or miss. Obviously, Wimbledon is the only Grand Slam that takes the middle Sunday off play. You know, there's no play on the middle Sunday, and so because of that, all round of 16 matches in the both men's and women's singles take place in one day. Um, obviously, typically once you get to the round of 16 in a tournament, you know, a lot of the best players are still in. The matchups are all close. Um, and so you get eight men's matches, eight women's matches. And, you know, it's hard to even kind of keep track of it because there's so many different, they're on so many different courts and all the top stars are playing. You know, today, Federer, Djokovic, Nadal all played. Um, and, uh, and and on the women's side, obviously Serena was playing. Uh, obviously, a lot of the top seeds on the women's side have been out. Um, but Serena, Ostapenko, Pliskova, Kerber, we're all, we're all in action. And, you know, it, it's an interesting one because is it, you know, it's unique. Like I said, I'm not sure it's actually the best for, you know, selling the sport because, you know, if somebody wants to watch a certain match and they, you know, whatever the TV provider, you know, basically they can flip between matches, but they're going to focus on one. And so you might miss one of the matches that you want to watch unless you you know you pay for a streaming service and you know sometimes if there aren't a lot of great matches on that day then you know the hype of manic monday can kind of be a letdown and i would say that was kind of what today was you know i i enjoyed the matches for sure um but a lot of blowouts you know federer won the first set against adrian manorino six love in like 16 minutes and then you know, two closer sets to go, and then but then you know Rafa pretty much crushed Yuri Vesely, Djokovic crushed Karen Hatchinoff, um, all straight sets, and never got even to a tiebreak in any of those matches. And really, all the men's matches, you know, none none went past four sets. There were only two four setters, or sorry, three four setters. Um, but I thought the match of the day was probably Kevin Anderson and Gael Monfils. I thought that was a really good one. Monfils had chances to, to extend that to a fifth set, but Anderson got through. Solid match there. Um, Nishikori Golbis was good as well. Uh, Golbis had a, a real chance to, to take that one five um, if he had won that third set, but couldn't do it. But then on the women's side, you know, almost every match was, um, was pretty routine. 
you know every match finished in, in straight in straight sets except for one. Dario Kasatkina um, taking out Alison uh, Alison Van Oetnik. Um Every other match was pretty routine. You know, Sibakova won easily. Georgie won easily. Serena won easily. Kiki Burton's um, beat Karina Pliskova. Lena Ostapenko is playing well again, and I thought that was a really interesting one. You know, she's talked about how the pressure has kind of fallen off now that she uh, isn't defending a major title at the French Open. John Isner, nice story for the American, um, for through his second ever major uh, quarterfinal, beats Tsitsipas in in straight sets, and will play Milos Raonic in the quarterfinals. I think that's a really interesting match and one that. You know, again, I don't think grass is John's best surface by any means. I think, in fact, it's probably his worst. But the courts are playing pretty hard and fast because it's um, a higher bouncing because it's been hot in the UK. And that's always good for John's serve. I think um, the challenge for him is going to be, obviously, you, with him and Roundup, you know there's going to be tie breaks. It just depends. It's going to come down to a couple points in each set. Luckily, he got through in straights today, so hopefully his fitness is good. But he's got a great chance there to make the semifinals. You know, you can't ask for much, much better of a draw. In terms of the top players, you know, I would say Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic are all playing very well. Um, but to me, especially Novak is just—I I see something pretty special in Novak right now. It looks, seems to me like he's just about all the way back, uh, and I really noticed it in, first in the Kyle Edmund match. You know, he seems to have an edge back. He's kind of—he's—he's he's agitated with things. He's—he's he's a little annoyed. He—you he, can tell that he's expecting a lot out of himself. And he's getting upset when he doesn't accomplish it. Because, and the reason that's a good thing is because when he's in that mindset, the guy almost is is almost impossible to play because he's just so talented and so resilient, such a good athlete, such a good defender. Um, absolutely took Hatchinoff, you know, just beat him down today. Not even close. Um, and you know, he's got a a pretty favorable draw there um, to to get through and maybe play Rafa in the semis. Um, obviously, the only men's match that didn't finish was Del Potro. He's up two sets to one on Gilles Simone. I still expect Del Potro to come through that. Um, Del Potro and Nadal will, will be probably the best quarterfinal um, in terms of quality, but Nadal's playing well on the, on the, the harder grass. First time he's through the quarterfinals in, in many, many years. I think eight, nine years. And, um, and then Federer kind of cruising on the other side, but matches are about to get tougher for him as well. And for the women, you know, the story of the tournament has to be Serena, doesn't it? It's Serena and everyone falling away. Um, well, well, all the top seeds kind of falling. Uh, Serena is, again, she's cruising. She's looking strong. She's looking confident. Um, of course, I never mean to toot my own horn, but I did pick her to win this tournament just because you could tell in just even from practice videos and photos that she was in better shape. She was ready to play. And then you give her confidence on the surface. If she gets to the second week of a major... To me, she's always the heavy favorite because once she plays herself into form, she's just, you know, the greatest player ever. And uh, on her best surface, she's just going to be a lot of trouble. Other than that, I thought, you know, Angelique Kerber um, could pose a, a real threat. I think she's probably the number one threat to her right now. Kerber's playing really strong. And then uh, Ostapenko and Kasatkina, the two youngsters, um, certainly uh, maybe... People didn't think grass was their best surface, but they're playing pretty well on it now, and they're both very talented. So, um, fascinated to see how they go. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, I think it's Serena's tournament to lose, um, especially with with all which is so much carnage um, in the draw women's side. But 
uh, I think it's made for an interesting tournament. Um, you know, I, I like seeing the new players come through. And um, on the men's, it's been kind of the opposite. You know, we, for the first time in a while, we've actually gotten Federer, Rafa, and Djokovic deep into this tournament. And then Del Potro, who's the five seed, um, also, you know, still hanging in there. Uh, so a lot of the top seeds going through on the men's side. That's it for today. Um, just some of my thoughts on Manic Monday. I think it's a little overrated. Um, I, I like it. I would like it more if I didn't have to work on a Monday and could watch the matches, you know. Um, but, you know, again, it's a Monday. Most of the world is working. You put all of the matches on at one time, and you can only watch one court probably. Um, in terms of exposure and whatnot, I just don't know if that's, you know. And you're always going to upset players who have won the tournament before and don't get to play on center or court one. Uh Interesting day, but you know how Wimbledon is. They love their traditions and don't see it changing anytime soon. Thank you guys for listening to Open Stance Audio. We will see you tomorrow for the episode.